welcome to the Global Hedge Fund Benchmark Study podcast series. I'm Andrea Agia, Business Development Manager, and I work with the Asset Management and Investment Funds team at Simmons & Simmons. And with me today, I have Anika Rao, Associate in the Markets, Governance and Innovation Team at AMA, and also Claude Mendes, Research and Communications Intern at AMA, where we will look into the next gen's perspective. Driven by our collective commitment to supporting the hedge fund industry, AMA combined forces with Simmons and Simmons and Seward and Kizzle to explore the latest insights from across the alternative investment industry. The overall premise of the study was to look at the health of the hedge fund industry. From this piece of research, we highlight six key themes, performance, fundraising, fees, sustainability, digitalization, and looking ahead. The full study is available on Simmons and Simmons, AMA and Seward and Kizzle's website, or listen in to our podcast series where we speak to our industry experts who give us some short, sharp takeaways. We are extremely grateful to all the hedge fund managers and investors who took the time to participate in the study and for sharing their perspectives with us in the many interviews that we conducted. We are also very grateful to all those that worked on the study behind the scenes. And I'll be talking to Claude Mendes, who was a very important piece to this puzzle in just a moment. But before I do so, I'd like to invite Anika Rao to the floor, who leads the Careers Network program at AMA. A very warm welcome to you both. So Anika, tell us a little bit about your role at AMA. Hi, Andrea. Thanks for having me. Sure. So uh, AMA is a global trade association for the alternative investment industry. I sit in AMA's government and regulatory affairs department, where I focus on UK and EU markets regulation. I'd say there are three main aspects to my work, um, speaking with the compliance and legal teams at hedge fund managers uh, to understand their views on various financial services rules and identify areas for improvement. Um, engaging with policymakers and regulators such as the Financial Conduct Authority and advocating on behalf of the industry. And then finally, supporting industry education through producing, for example, guides to sound practice. The team is small, which is great, as it means I get to cover a range of regulatory topics. So my work stays interesting and I'm always learning. One week I might be delving into possible amendments to the market abuse regulation or aspects of employment law. And another week, I could be suggesting ways that the UK could develop its regulatory framework for crypto assets. Outside of regulatory work, I help drive DEI initiatives across the hedge fund industry. As you mentioned last year, I set up the AMA Careers Network, a forum for individuals at all stages of their career in the industry to connect and enhance their professional development. I run a number of events year round, from skills workshops to speed networking. It's great fun. Super. So you've got quite a diverse um, role. I mean, from my perspective, it's a fast changing market landscape. There's um, a lot of up and coming trends and developments, as you mentioned, reg developments. Um, So at the moment in Simmons, we're seeing a lot of increased interest of investments into crypto and ESG funds. Um, Does this resonate with you? And um, if you can tell us, you know, what you find most exciting about the hedge fund industry? Yeah, definitely. I mean, put simply, they're the pioneers. 
So the industry is premised on change and doing things differently. Hedge funds are alternative investments, so some of the investment tools and methods that they use are different to those used by traditional investment managers. They can move fast when opportunities appear while offering steadier returns. And we saw this last year when the hedge funds outperformed during the COVID-induced market volatility. And as you mentioned, with a growing focus on crypto assets and ESG, so environmental, social and governance investing, it's definitely an exciting time right now as investors increasingly see hedge funds as an effective way to gain exposure to digital assets and ESG focused strategies. Brilliant. Absolutely. I mean, you know, there's significant change in the industry, um, which I guess requires a lot of different skill sets, um, which will help address, you know, the issues on the impact of ESG, digitalization, um, diversifying the investment portfolio, as well as in a broader sense, so like DNI in the industry. Um, so why should individuals pursue a career in the industry and um, what type of roles and careers um career opportunities are available. Yeah, a career in hedge funds really offers the opportunity to stand at the cutting edge of financial and legal practice and work with some of the most talented individuals in financial services. Many individuals who work in the industry are drawn to its purpose, protecting money on the downside while creating long-term wealth for investors and funds on behalf of, for example, schools, pension plans, universities and hospitals. And the industry is host to a wide range of roles, whether that be at a hedge fund manager or the professional services firms that form a part of the hedge fund ecosystem, such as consulting firms and law firms such as Simmons and Simmons. At a hedge fund manager, individuals could pursue either investment or non-investment roles, ranging from portfolio management, business development and investor relations to compliance, accounting, trading or even in technology. Hedge funds themselves can be differentiated by their size, industry focus, and the products that they invest in, just to name a few. So knowing a firm's investment approach can help people to decide which type of firm they wish to work at. Individuals with a keen interest in math or science, for example, may find greater opportunities at firms that specialize in quantitative trading strategies. But on the whole, the level of work, client exposure and general structure of the working day that someone may experience depends on factors such as the size of the firm and whether the role is, in, uh, is investment or non-investment related. The industry really is a melting pot of individuals with different skill sets and backgrounds. So if you think you might be interested, there's a good chance there'll be something for you. Brilliant. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of different um, areas there for sure. And um, and so how can individuals enter the industry? I mean, I um, I actually asked my partner this question because he's a portfolio manager and he mentioned that at the beginning of his career, he spent a lot of time applying for internship programs, mentor programs, networking. And he highlighted the, the key factors of patience, perseverance and mm -hmm. having a motivation that goes beyond financial compensation. Would you say that the same still applies? Definitely. You know, unlike a career in law banking, for example, there is no particular route into the hedge fund industry. So it's less common for individuals to enter the industry directly from school or university. Though an increasing number of hedge fund managers, like you say, are offering summer internships, graduate programs and apprenticeship schemes to students. The Investment 2020 scheme, for example, offers one year paid internships to school leavers and graduates at partner companies in the UK. Individuals are provided with training, on-the-job experience and the opportunity to undertake an industry professional qualification. And then at the end of the internship, um, participants are con considered for a permanent position. 
Um, but most hedge fund investment professionals have a background in finance or a master's in business administration and begin their journeys as an analyst at sell-side institutions, such as an investment bank. To consolidate their understanding of investment concepts and gain experience in areas such as financial modelling and valuation. Some individuals enter through professional services roles as a private practice lawyer, for example, and others have taken less traditional paths, such as starting off in theatre or hotel management. But as you say, it's less about where you start and more about the um, transferable skills that you gain, being a proactive learner and saying yes to opportunities, especially those outside your comfort zone. And um, and for those listening and those interested in finding out more, you know, aside from industry publications and great sources like Bloomberg, how can individuals um, learn more about the hedge fund industry? I mean, here at Simmons, um, we've got a monthly hedge fund Vista webinar series, which covers key legal, regulatory and industry issues and trends that are of particular interest and relevant um, to hedge fund managers. Can you tell us a bit about um, AIMA's support and resources? Yeah, I mean, I'm totally going to give a biased answer and say the AIMA website. Um, you know, we do have a library of freely accessible educational resources that provide a good overview of hedge funds and um, the current landscape. We are also producing a guide to careers in the hedge fund industry, which incorporates the views of around 50 industry professionals and offers advice on how to kickstart a career in hedge funds. So that's one to look out for. Um, but from an academic perspective, there are a number of investment related qualifications that individuals can pursue to really consolidate their skills and understanding of the investment management industry. The CFA Institute, uh, the CFA Institute for example, offers a 180 day free program called the CFA Institute Investment Foundations Program. And that's for individuals who wish to gain a uh, preliminary understanding of the industry. Similarly, the uh, CAIA Association, so that's C-A-I-A, offers a 20-hour online program called the Fundamentals of Alternative Investments for individuals who wish to build a functional base of knowledge in an alternative investments. But if you're looking for something more practical, then AMEN CAIA's Summer Intern Program is a good way to learn about the hedge fund industry and career paths, um, or events run by social mobility organisations such as SEO London. Um, but failing that, students are always welcome to reach out to me. Brilliant. That's really good to know. Um, and Anika's um, details will be available for you to have a look at joint with this podcast series. So um, if I could now bring Claude to the floor. Um, Claude, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're doing at AIMA and whether you actually took any of the routes um, that Anika mentioned um, to get involved in the programme? Uh, yeah, so hi, Andrea. Thank you again for having me on. Uh, I'm an economics student from the University of Surrey and uh, I'm on a one year sandwich placement year at AIMA. I currently work in the research and communications team. I, uh, I work in both areas uh, and that includes doing analysis for a number of research papers, two of which include studies we've done in collaboration with Simmons and Simmons and Sue and Kissel called the Global Hedge Fund Benchmark Study, which we'll be discussing today at different iterations of the Hedge Fund Confidence Index. Brilliant. And you mentioned doing um, various analysis research. Um, this must have given you some great experience and exposure to the sector. Um, is this what you expected? And um, why did you want to do a placement year? Um, so, in essence, I wanted to gain some experience working in a professional environment prior to graduating. 
uh, I'd not really had that experience of working in a professional environment for extended for an extended period of time before this placement. So I thought it'd be a good opportunity to sort of broaden my experience and also to learn something new. Uh, I also wanted to apply the knowledge that I picked up so far at university to the financial markets and the workplace, which I can say that I'm glad that I've done. Uh, linking more to the analysis sort of thing, as I mentioned earlier, I do economics, which is again quite an analytical and problem solving sort of subject. So the direct link has been uh, very good for me to learn from. Brilliant. And do you feel like um, your academic background has prepared you well for the working environment? And can you tell us a bit about the study and um, your role in developing it? Um, yeah, so my role in the study was uh, I was involved from start to finish, really. Um, first of all, we sent a survey out to uh, members, our members and also the clients of Simmons and Simpson to and Kissel. We got 300 respondents, including hedge fund managers and investors. My role was really to create the charts that you'll see in the paper and also to find various key data points which we could use when writing up the paper. To really follow up on that, uh, we held conversations with various hedge fund managers and investors uh, to find out their thoughts on the study. Um, this is insightful, speaking to different sides and different strategy managers because they had different opinions on the findings we found. What was particularly interesting for me as a student was speaking to these people who are essentially people that market, move the markets and are very influential in the market. So it's a great experience for me. Um, and then finally, I was involved to some extent in writing up the paper and also working with the designers in finalising the paper. It's a very good end to end experience for me, I have to say, because I was able to see the development from the initial idea of the the survey and the thoughts of behind the study all the way to delivering it to market and the PR behind it. So, yeah, a great end to end experience for me. Brilliant. And you mentioned that um, you were very involved in the project and got to be part of some of the conversations with the hedge fund managers. So as a student um, who will be looking to enter the world of work in a few years, what results struck you as interesting? Uh, there were two really which were quite interesting to me. Firstly, that 60% of America's hedge funds do not currently integrate ESG into our investment decisions. Uh, in APAC and EMEA, for context, this number is closer to 30%. For me, like a lot of my generation are very interested in environmental and social topics, which become a lot more prominent over the last year, especially. So this finding is very interesting to me. Um, it was also interesting speaking to managers about this because Speaking to them, we found out the difference in demand for uh, ESG across the different regions, which I mentioned before, which can help explain these numbers. Secondly, it was looking at to technology that only half of hedge funds really invest in new technology. Prior to working on this paper, I thought that investing in technology would be the norm among funds uh, because the availability of the new technology to hedge funds, but also a big drive to improve efficiency and cut costs. While working on the study, we found that while technology can be good, unexpected circumstances and events can happen. We saw a GameStop and also the coronavirus crisis. And these are examples of why you cannot solely rely on tech for investment decisions because they're just unprecedented and you can't expect them. Uh, yeah, so these were these were very interesting for me coming new to the industry. And yeah, it was a great insight for me. 
That's great. Thanks, Claude. I mean, I agree. I think um, ESG is such a prevalent topic and I was quite surprised as well. I mean, it's been such a buzzword for, for a few years now, um, but it's really taken off in recent times, especially with the sustainable financial disclosure, disclosure regulation coming into effect in Europe earlier this year. And I suspect um, we'll see the results change for the US in the not too distant future, um, especially given the support through the Biden administration. Um, and this is why it is so important to hear from our clients um, so we can have a better indication on what's going on in the markets. Um, and then finally, um, how has working on this project and how has your placement year helped you develop and focus on your forthcoming career? Um, yeah, so I'll focus more on the project first. Um, I've been able to develop the skills I picked up at university, uh, be that analytical and the problem solving element with the Excel analysis of the the study um, analyzing the data and that's something which I could directly apply from economics but also more broadly um, the economics as a subject as a theory and applying that to hedge funds and seeing just the different applications is very interesting for me um, and also to just learn more about the hedge fund industry and the interesting trends you mentioned before um, ESG, uh, the different uh, topics of the study um, to just look into them was very interesting for me, especially looking at things like fees and fund tools, which people are, which hedge funds use to manage their relationship with investors. And I found that interesting because I just had no knowledge of it before. On a more broader note, um, I think doing my whole placement year or for the majority of my placement year uh, at home has been quite, it's, while some people might see it as tough, I think that it's allowed me to develop further and I've had to sort of rely on my own skills and apply myself fully and overall it's been a very very useful experience for me both working on this project and my placement year so I've been able to gain invaluable knowledge and experience going forward and I can sort of apply for my career going forward. That's great. Thank you so much. That's been so insightful. Um, thank you again very much, Anika and Claude, for joining me today. And for our listeners, um, those that want to get involved, please do get in touch and look out for our fourth edition of the Hedge Fund Confidence Index, um, which will be issued before quarter three reporting season. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm.